0: To welcome you to a new episode of Improvisations on Growth with Madhu Einsiedler, and more specifically to Madhu's COVID 19 crisis log. Should we consider going back to the pre virus normal and to pressure ourselves to recreate our state of being that existed before the crisis? Or should we strive to embrace this new normal? And is this even possible when maybe we are still in the process of grieving? even if some of us are not even aware that grieving is taking place. Is the effort to recreate some sort of normality just futile and exhausting? Listen to Medusa's podcast and identify where you stand as it relates to our current state. We were talking in a previous podcast a while ago about community and people getting together and this enthusiasm and a little bit of exuberance. Frankly, I don't see that anymore we were talking about how people are a little in denial. They don't want to think of grieving and, and all of the, the real changes that have been happening. So let me ask you this. What do you think? Are, are we now in the process of grieving? And I'm, I'm asking because I really feel it's important to do this step in order to actually move forward from this.
1: I I would say certain parts of our society, like those who have been affected, they are or at least should allow room for the grieving. Like when when I worked with my clients today, they were like, okay, we're now out of crisis mode, so now we can go back to normal. And I was like... "Mm -hmm. There is no back to normal because fact is COVID is still around. So things have changed and they realized that the crisis mode has like brought up a lot of their strengths. So they they were working together better than before. And I guided them through the process saying, okay, how can you keep what the crisis had brought to the forefront? And... How can you then kind of integrate it with like normal, not crisis related topics? So, you need to make a plan for 2020 because the plan that we all had for 2020 is out of the window. We need to come up with new plans and new ideas, but it's not back to normal.
0: Well, let me ask you this how should grieving even look in this scenario? How would we even recognize it? Like this isn't the this isn't classical, let's say personal situation when um, something happens in the family and somewhat you, you know or you've seen other people, you have an idea of what grieving is, what it entails, what how do we even recognize it like we we are talking about being where and the normal that every time you say normal i feel like for every single person it's just something different and over here people use a lot of the new normal and even this new normal we still don't know what it is so what would I'm going back to my question. What, what would the grieving even look like? Well, I would say
1: when, when I hear from you that you're feeling blah. Maybe yes. kind of tired. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> so there's not a lot of energy. It's, it's kind of, can you
0: ex, uh, expand on the blah? I think the main word is uncertainty. And speaking of the plans, this is what what you just said kind of triggered something. I don't feel like I can make any plans. That's why I mentioned the limbo. How can you even plan? And this reminds me of something, and I don't want to say that the humankind is going through a depression, but it just reminds me of something that I, it kind of stuck with me. I don't know who said it. It was probably a psychoanalyst that depression is the inability of the brain to construct the future. So I'm not, I'm not feeling depressed in any way. All I can say is that I am not able to construct a future and I know a lot of people Embrace the day-by-day lifestyle and maybe this is where we, we can clarify things more. What is the best way to live day-by-day or people really need to have a, a little bit of a plan, something to look forward to, uh, something to give them a sense of certainty, of stability to to. Like the rabbit when you run on the course, like the rabbit in front of you that you want to chase because it gives you like the the, the point you need to go toward. But over here, for example, I have a lot of friends who just embrace the day by day. In your comment, there are
1: a lot of good hooks that, that I would like to use. So the first question was, how do we recognize grieving? And then I ask you, okay, what? Expand more on the blonde, and there's the blind, the and the and and this inability to, uh, to plan. And I think I would like to interpret those words and those emotional states as signs of, oh, grieving, that could be a sign of grieving would be necessary. So when I'm not able to create a future, maybe still long for the rabbit but maybe this longing for the rabbit is like the futile trying to grab onto something that has worked before
0: i'm just gonna interrupt you quick just to say this that rabbit now all i can sense is exhaustion just gives me the the rabbit idea when you say that all i can think is i'm it's tiring
1: yeah exactly because we try to recreate something that is not helpful now so let's say january february the rabbit was really cool so my year is going to look like this and i have this plan that i'm doing so so this is how we have even like to, to generalize. So as a Western society driven by, by markets, consumerism, that was our rabbit. So where do I want to go? What do I need to accomplish? How does my the quarterly sales and, and the financial targets that also the stock exchange analysts wanted to see? But now, and I feel this on a personal basis, like for me, but I also see this through uh, being true for a lot of clients and and this is what I'm also hearing for you this idea just right now is not helpful like in the state that a lot of people are in this idea of the of the rabbit is just creating exhaustion and the idea of that we have to go back there is creating exhaustion so and for me this would be an indicator that we would need to grieve. In the sense of stop and realize what this COVID what what all these changes have done
0: with us. But I want the rabbit. I want I want to see a plan. I want to feel stable again. That's where the contradiction is a bit. The the rabbit is the idea of chasing the rabbit is making me tired because of the circumstances but I do want that in my life. At Rabbit, it was a, a, a sense of something to do, something in the future. Now it's like the future is like a big plasma blob. No light can go through it. So what would, what would you say is the best approach for us now, for example, from your, from, just from your opinion, your perspective, day by day, or still construct some sort of a plan, if that really makes us feel better?
1: Me wanting a plan is just recreating this feeling of exhaustion, because that's not the point right now. And I think the the important question for everybody since as at the beginning, we have established that the people are now in so different states because they have experienced the COVID and the lockdown so differently. The question is for each and one of us: What is happening in my life right now, and what stabilizes me, and what is even possible in in the situation that I'm in right now? So, why should I stress myself to come up with a plan when I realize it's just not valuable to come up with a plan. So I go for, for the day-to-day approach. And I'm like, yeah, I still can reach out to the clients, and I, but I need to understand that they might be in a total different state than I am, and then they might be in a total different state than any other of my clients. So that it's not about my need to get business but it's about to understand where the people are and then to be there if they want to have support. So it is this, okay, what do I need to feel stable? And I started yoga routine and exercise, and then I realized, okay, a lot of things are shifting and priorities are shifting. And this change is happening anyways, but I can really make a room to reflect this change, to, to let this change change me. Does, does it make any, is there any reaction?
0: Does it make sense? I don't know if I want to say let the change change me. Maybe just uh, the way I interpret what you said is let the change go through me, like going with the flow, like riding the wave. Riding the wave because when you do that, you technically go with the change. So you are the change.
1: I I think I really meant it. Not riding the wave. I can still. I'm I'm not a surfer, so I'm on shaky ground now, or wavy grounds now. It still has this sense of. I can steer and I can do something in order to stay on, on the wave. But maybe that's, that's not what you meant. No,
0: I literally meant when you, let's say, you're tired of swimming and you just go belly up and you let the wave take you wherever. Without and fighting the current. Not fighting the current, not steering. Just go with the flow. Okay. Wherever okay. that takes you.
1: <laughs> okay. And... And... I meant it even one step more, probably intimidating. So in the sense of something big is happening and I let it impact me. And not only do I allow myself to be carried to somewhere else, but I allow myself literally to be changed by it. So I can, I can create a space in the sense of to reflect my values, to reflect my goals, to reflect who am I, what is now really important. I'm turning mid-50s now this year, so how do I want to spend the next 20 years of my life, like as a general idea, not as a plan, to use this standstill to actually breathe and say, okay... Wow, what's, what does this do with me? And how might this change my my priorities and my
0: values? You have listened to a new episode of Improvisations on Growth with my new and to a new discussion relating to the post-crisis that we're all experiencing. Have you gained more clarity as to what this new normal means to you? Do you feel like you have to let go of the old normal? And what would this letting go mean to you? We hope that our improvisations have helped you find answers to some of these questions and I welcome you to share your findings with Medu directly by emailing her at medu at or leave your feedback on her social media on Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. Enjoy exploring and get ready to listen to our following episode.